This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world, join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Tracy Beavers. Tracy is a business and sales coach. She's helped hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years with everything from overcoming the fear of sales to growing their business visibility through organic marketing strategies. She walks hand in hand with her clients, providing a roadmap of clear action steps so they can confidently get to work. Building your business does not have to be a struggle. Tracy can show you how to build with ease. Thanks so much for being here today, Tracy. Thank you, Diane. I'm excited to be with you. I am thrilled. So um, sales is one of my favorite topics. Uh, yes. So I'm really excited about this conversation. And, and I really would like to get your take on a number of things. Uh, sure. The first one is, why do you think the word sales is so intimidating? I... Um, that is an excellent question. It is intimidating because throughout the years, there's been so many bad examples of salespeople. <laughs> um, you know, the old snake oil salesman or the used car salesman, forgive me if someone's listening that sells cars, but <laughs> there are people out there that are really doing sales poorly. Yeah. Um, they're aggressive. They're, um, they're, they're not being honest. And that has given the word sales um, a bad overtone, a bad taste in people's mouths. And then the other thing about sales is for my clients anyway, is there's such, even if they're doing sales the right way, they're being honest, they're being authentic. Um, there is such, um, an opportunity for either rejection or failure and nobody likes to be rejected. Nobody wants to fail. And hearing no can really just hurt us down to our core. So even if we are being good salespeople, if you will, there's still that cringiness of, oh my God, what if they say no? You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's all kinds of emotions that go along with the word sales. Yeah, boy, I, I, I can feel that <laughs> as you're talking about it. So um, you, you, you know, mentioned that, you know, people are, uh, engaging in some of these behaviors. What what are some of the mistakes you see people making what, when it comes oh, to Oh, golly. Um, okay, so we all know how many cold, spammy DM messages we get per day on social media. Oh, yeah. People don't even try to engage with you. They don't even look at your personal profile to see what you do. They just, you know, it happens to me a lot. People will send me a message and very clearly, they don't know anything about me. And I think, yep. 
you know, no, I don't, I don't, you've ruined the relationship before we even had a chance to get it started. I'm sure you're a wonderful person, but you've shut me down. I'm, I'm, you know, no, it doesn't feel good. So there's that aspect of it on on social media and in the online space. And then in the in-person space, um, the, the, the person you meet at the networking group who immediately just wants to give you their business card, wants to give you their elevator pitch, wants to see if you want to sign up for their offer or who you might know that you could refer to them. That's not the proper way to do it either. Sales is all about building relationships and it's about making connections and it's about coming from a place of authenticity being a good human because there's another human being on the other end of it, whether it's online or in person and finding out what that person's all about. And, you know, finding that common ground, we are all, this world is so small, even in the online space, we are so much more connected and similar than, than we realize. And if we could just take the time to get to know each other, then we're going to be able to serve each other in a deeper way than we would have if we hadn't made the connection in the first place. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I, um, it is amazing to me how many people um, like, you know, request to connect on LinkedIn and then instantly are trying to sell me their thing and assuming that it's something I need because of the role that I play. Yes. As opposed to, you know, bothering to find out what's even going on in my business. And I can usually tell like when they've taken a webinar or something, because I will get the exact same message from like people selling to podcast hosts. Got it. You know, so I will have this flurry of people trying to connect with me who are in the space of promoting podcasts and they all say exactly the same thing. Oh, now that makes me sad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that, makes, that makes my heart hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, you know, I will confession time here all the listeners lean in for a second. Cause I'm about to, I'm about to spill the tea on myself. When I first started building uh, a business, I uh, started one of the businesses I built, I started it over seven years ago and it was my first time building in the online space. And it was with a network marketing company. And I got some really bad advice. I'd mm. never built in the online space before. And the leaders of this team said, well, you just take this message, copy and paste it, send it to 200 people that, you know, and you'll be successful. And I thought, mm you know, in my gut, I was like, this does not feel good. And then I thought, well, maybe this is the way you build a business online. And I did it. And it was a massive mistake, burned some bridges with some of my friends and family and learned my lesson. But when stuff like that happens, I just think to myself, bless their hearts. They've probably gotten some really bad advice and they just don't know any better, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Completely. It's just, it's still not going to get me to yeah, no, I'm not going to respond to it. And, and I don't know about you, but I vacillate somewhere between, do I want to try to save their souls and help right. them out? Or do I want to just ignore this and quietly exit stage left and hope they don't contact me again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Totally. All right. So is there a way that we can take sales like completely out of the equation? Oh my gosh. You have taken the words out of my mouth because it literally, that is what is on my notes for today. Cause that is, that is exactly what I say Sweet. in my, in my trainings. Um, I have a training called selling without selling. And, and I also help my clients overcome their roadblocks to sales. And that's what I tell them the exact same thing you just said, just forget the word, just take sale out, out of your brain. Just don't even use the word and focus instead on being a problem solver and a helper, because that feels better than like, I asked the question, 
which, which one of these questions feels better? What do you sell or who do you serve? The who do you, who do you serve, serve? Yeah. Feels way better to our heart and soul yeah. rather than what do we sell? And so just like you're saying, take the sale out of the equation, forget about the transaction because we're not being transactional. We're being relational. There's a human being at the other end of that DM message. There's a human being sitting across from the, the chamber lunch table from us. And we are, like I said, we all have the same hopes, dreams, kids that drive us crazy, you know, things like that. And we've got to just take the sale completely off the table and remember mm -hmm. that we need to, to find out who this other person is. What problem do they have? Am I a solution for them? I may be. Um, but the thing about networking and sales for me that I love, and I've loved it for over 20 years and people think I'm crazy when I say I love sales, but I do, but this is the part I love is I never know where this connection is going to go. Right. And that's so exciting to me. This person could be my next best great client. This person may not want to be a client of mine, but they may be a collaboration partner with me. And together we could blow our email lists and audiences wide open for each yeah. other. Or they could think what I do is so super cool, but they don't need me, but they have other people in their life that do. I've got a lady here in town that she'll never need a business and sales coach because she, she's perfectly happy working for the corporation that she works for as an employee. But when she has people in her life that are starting a business, she's like, you've got to call Tracy. And so exactly. if, when I met her, if I immediately said, oh, she's not my ideal client, she's yeah. never going to buy from me. That would be a major mistake on my part, major mistake. It, so this is so critically important. And, I, and I'm, I'm completely with you on this. I say this all the time, that networking is about building relationships with people who may or may not need what you have to sell. Exactly. It's right? like you and I are sharing a brain right now, Diane. <laughs> well, I knew we were on the same page. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I knew yes, that's how. You're exactly right. They may yeah. or may not need you. And here's the thing. They may be my ideal client, but maybe they don't need me in that moment. Right. But that doesn't mean that three weeks from now, their mm -hmm. world blows up and they're like, wait, where was, where, where's that Tracy Beavers girl's name and number? Cause I, all of a sudden I, my business is in the toilet and I need somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah. We just yes. never know. So I, you know, I mean, obviously I, I completely agree with you. I am curious though. Um, I think in my experience, the people who are engaging in the behaviors that don't really work, um, it makes sense to them intellectually what, what you're talking about, but mm -hmm. it's very difficult for them to, you know, switch that off. So, you know, how? Do you think someone goes about forgetting about the transaction, you know, not selling, not being in selling mode? Right. And I can see where that would be difficult, um, especially if we're discussing someone that maybe is working for a corporation where it's just straight commission. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, feast or famine for them. And, and this right. is a matter of survival. That can be um, very stressful. I've been in that situation when I was in corporate. Um, I had several jobs where it was straight commission. So I totally get that they're out there to eat what they kill and, and they don't have a lot of time to waste. But what I would say is, and, and this is based on my experience 
and my experience coaching hundreds of people with sale for sales, we have to, we have to calm down about it. Yeah. We have to, this is where, um, I like to call it faith. This is where faith comes in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if you don't, if you're not a, a, a faith, a faith follower, you could say, this is where your confidence needs to come in. Feel confident knowing that the right people are going to make, you're going to make the right connections at the right time with the right people. And if you try to rush it, you're not going to be nearly as successful as you would be if you just took a breath, calm down in the stress for a minute, try not, you know, it's so hard not to focus on that paycheck. I totally get it. But we can't focus on the sale, just like we can't focus on the paycheck. When we focus on those things, we'll have some success. But my argument is you're going to be 10 times more successful if you take those things out of your mind, as hard as that sounds, and come from a place of service, wanting to meet other people. How can I help you? How can I connect you? What it is, is it that you need? I mean, trust me, that is how I have been massively successful in sales for so many years. And it's more um, comfortable for me to focus on the other person rather than focusing on my own paycheck or the transaction itself. And that is how I've been successful. And it sounds super counterintuitive, you know, but, but that's my, that's my absolute belief. And it's based on my own experience. Well, you know, it it might feel counterintuitive, but what's always so interesting to me is that it's so much easier. Oh, yes. Right. So you're so much more in your own um, self and space that you're more attractive to Mm -hmm. the people you're talking to. Exactly. Exactly. Because we just we have to remember that there's a human being at the other end of this. Yeah. And nobody likes to be sold to. People love to buy but they don't want to be sold to. That's why nine times out of 10, when you walk into a furniture store, if you're the furniture salesperson and you say, how can I help you find something today? And people are like, no, 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 I'm good. (laughs) Because they don't want to be sold to. They don't, they don't want to say, yes, I'm looking for a new bedroom suite. Well, let me show you what we've got today. You know what I mean? Nobody has that. That's why most people will say, I'm just looking around because they don't want to be sold to. It's so true. And, and does the fear of failure factor into this whole fear oh, of sales? God. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, one thing that I like to say is that we cannot let our fear of failure or our fear of rejection eclipse our motivation to succeed in our business, because those are real when it comes to sales or anything else in our business. There's always a fear of failure. You know, what if I create an online course and nobody wants to buy it? What if I start a free Facebook group and nobody wants to join it? You know, what if I start a podcast and nobody wants to download it? Or what if I make 10 sales calls and 10 people tell me no, but we can't allow that fear to just stop us in our tracks. And we also, the reverse is also true. We can't let the fear of success derail us either, because I do have some clients that what, what we end up uncovering is their fear of success is just as real as their fear of failure. Cause they're like, Oh crap. What if I make something that everybody wants and I can't keep up with demand or I've got uh-huh. to hire a team and then it gets expensive. And then I'm, 
working 24 seven. And then I'm, you know what I mean? So we get all up in our head with all these things that may or may not happen. I see. Okay. Thanks for that. Cause I, I, I sort of understand the fear of failure thing, but the fear of success, I, I wasn't quite grasping. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That fear of success can be just as strong and it's, you know, we want the success. We do. We want, you know, yeah. we want to be a millionaire, but there's a part of our brain that goes, hold on, wait a minute. That's different than what we know. And we haven't been down that road before. And what if that road isn't as good as we think it is? You know what I mean? There's just a lot of it's, yeah. it's that unknown. And, and when your brain kicks into something that's unknown, it gets into survival mode and, and, and just starts shutting down. And that's where we can find ourselves not making any forward motion at all because we've gotten into fear. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair, yet it's still not openly talked about, which can make going through it feel scary and stressful. And that just adds to the problem. Did you know there are multiple causes of thinning hair and that thinning is different for men and women? Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results without compromises. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. It's been clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code ACCELERATE to save $15 on your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A. FOL.com promo code accelerate. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right. And, and talk to me about perfectionists because, yes, uh, you know, these are the people who I just feel like can't move forward because mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of, you know, too busy perfecting everything. Exactly. So perfectionism, we, can, we can't wait for the stars to align for us to move forward or to make the sales call. 
we can't wait until we feel 100% confident. We can't wait until we have the exact right words that we're going to say. And we feel like the scenario is perfect. We can't wait until we're in a room full of people that we think are our perfect clients. Um, you know, we can't wait for the, for even the, the weather outside to be perfect. I mean, you just have to decide what you want, make a plan and go, move forward. And, you know, there's one of my mentors says, let's do B plus work. Let's stop trying to be the A plus plus student and let's shoot for a B plus and let's move forward. Because here's the thing. It's never going to be perfect. Yeah. We think it is. We think, okay, when I get there, when I build the thing and it's perfect, then I'll be done. No, especially in this online space, our businesses are constantly evolving. That was a mistake I made when I first started in the online space. I thought, okay, I'm going to build this thing and there's going to be a point where I'm going to be done. Kind of like, you know, I was thinking of it like a McDonald's franchise. You can build that, hire the team and it's done, right? It sort of runs Mm. itself. (laughs) But that's not what we're talking about for most online entrepreneurs. It's, there's this evolution process. So if we're aiming for perfection, we're just going to be disappointing ourselves over and over and over again, because it's never going to be perfect. It just feels like there is so much self-sabotage going on in in this whole arena and people are struggling with growing their business Mm -hmm. so unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the the word imposter syndrome is, I feel like a little overused, but it is so relevant to what you just Mm -hmm. said. Um, It's just that doubt. I was visiting with a potential client just this morning and she said to me, you know, I, I'm, I'm highly successful. I'm highly educated, highly knowledgeable. And yet I sit here and I say to myself, who am I to do this? You know, what if I build something that nobody wants to buy? Um, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm not as good as I think I am? And what I reminded her of was, again, one of the things my mentors, mentor shared with me, it doesn't matter if you're on day one, hour one of your business or if you're 15 years in and you're making $30 million a year, we all have times when we're scared and we're doubtful and we're wondering if we're good enough and we're comparing. That's the other thing because she said, I see what you're doing and I'm, and I want to be like you. And then I see what this other, you know, influencer is doing. And I think, Oh, I need to be like that person. And we have, we're just comparing ourselves all the time. And that is, that's really detrimental to our spirit because there's a lot of business and sales coaches out there. And so I could say, well, who am I to be doing this? There's a business and sales coach on every corner, right? But here's the thing. I have to remind myself that even though you and I are, are really kind of not, no kidding. I feel like we're sharing a brain here during this episode because we're both on the same page on so many things, even though that's the case, you have a way of helping your clients and teaching people and presenting information overall that's going to be different because we're different people. And so we have to remember that we were given gifts and talents that nobody shows up like Tracy Beavers. Nobody shows up like Diane Helbig. And there's space for all of us out there because the people that resonate with me will be attracted to me. And the people that resonate with you will be attracted to you. And there's plenty of business to go around. Exactly. Exactly. And there are, you know, when I was 
um, a salesperson for a company, we would have situations where, you know, one of us would would go meet with a prospect and it just wasn't a good fit. You know, it just didn't feel comfortable. And so one of the other salespeople would go and they'd hit it off famously. Yeah. And, you know, it was just such a good example of, okay, it's got to be a fit. There's got to be that, that resonance and, and um, synergy in order for the relationship to work for the long haul. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we have to have that faith again, or that confidence that we, the right people that we need to work with will work with us and, and put other people first in that situation. That's what you guys did. You put the customer first. And when you do that, that's good karma. That's always going to come back to you. Yeah, Always, uh, that in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and and don't you think that um, that when you are really clear about who you help and and who you don't, um, mm-hmm. that it's much that it's easier to uh, be able to um, attract the, the, the people who you can help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And when we put when in that situation, when you guys put that client first, um, not only was that the right thing to do, but that client probably was telling 10 other people, oh my gosh, they put me first. They, they didn't try to connect me with somebody that wasn't a good fit. You need to call them because they clearly love their customers and they will they will give you great service. And so I think right. that goes a long way when, when we're honest about what we can do. Um, you know, I've, t- I've had visits with, with people that have asked me to be their coach one-to-one and I've had to tell them, I don't think it's a good fit for, for different reasons, but then I try to find them somebody that would be a good fit for them. Yeah. And they, re- and they yeah. remember that, you know, they'll, yeah. they're in an accountability group or they're in a mastermind group. And they're saying, you know, I, I talked to Tracy Beavers and she didn't think that we were a good fit, but she fixed me up with, with Diane and Diane was amazing. And so, you know, talk to Diane. And if you don't think she's a good fit, then maybe reach out and talk to Tracy. I mean, you know, it, it just, we just have to have exactly. that faith and confidence that it's going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am so, I, I'm so in with this. And unfortunately, when we spend our energy trying to convince, mm-hmm. which is not a sales tactic, um, no. anybody to do business with us, we miss out on a lot of opportunities to really be doing business with people we should be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Convincing is never, that's coming from a place <laughs> of desperation. And yeah. people can smell that. <laughs> yeah. That has an odor to it. <laughs> Not a good one. No. <laughs> the stench of desperation. No, they, they feel it a mile yeah. away. And then, oh, ugh, yeah. yeah, you can never get that back. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I, I so love this. And so, um, so. If, if there was one thing that you wanted the listeners to, to like walk away from this conversation with, can, can you narrow it down to one? Yeah, I can. Um, what I want them to, to remember is don't talk yourself out of the transaction or the sale or the, or the connection before it's even taken place. 
So don't, don't let that fear of failure or rejection talk you out of moving forward. Hmm. Don't let that self doubt and that, who do you think you are voice that, that mean girl voice that pops up in your head. Um, don't talk yourself out of the transaction before it's even taken place. Just move forward right. with authenticity, putting the other human being that's in front of you or on that other end of that DM message, putting that human being in your mind and connecting as a human being with, with an authentic, with authentic words, with authentic style, that's you and a coming from a place of caring and helping that other person. And you're this, the sale will take care of itself. The transaction will mm-hmm. absolutely take care of itself, whether it's they sign up to be your client or buy your thing, or they end up being a great collaboration partner, or they end up being a referral source for you. All of the, those three things are excellent outcomes for a transactional with somebody else, with someone else. So that's of- awesome. Good, good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Wow, Tracy, I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. Um, so thank you for yeah, being thank here. You. And will you will you let the listeners know, you know, how they can find you, whatever you've got going on that they should know about? Yes, I would love that. So the be- one of the best places to connect with me is in my free Facebook group. I have about 1,700 entrepreneurs in there. I let everybody promote themselves. And so far, nobody's been a spammy weirdo. So it's been really great. Um, But it's a really supportive, collaborative community where people can come in and talk about what they've got going on and get help from whoever they need help from. And it's called Be a Confident Entrepreneur, Get Visible, Grow Your Income. And then um, the the opening of my eight-week group coaching program is coming up. It's called Business Visibility Made Easy. It's a step-by-step system to grow an ideal, to grow an email list of your ideal clients without paid ads. So it's all of my organic strategies that I've used online to grow my email list and my income to, to five-figure months without ever having to pay for advertising. And that reopens um, January 17. And then the cart closes on that program, January 27. So if they'd like to hop in and attend the free live masterclass, they can just go to tracybeavers.com forward slash masterclass and grab one of the live masterclasses and join me just to kind of see what it's all about. And I'll be teaching some strategies in the masterclass too. So um, they, you know, it's not just a sales pitch. I'm, I'm offering some real value and some real strategies for people to walk away from. Even if they don't join the program, they'll walk away um, with some stuff to work on and some, some things they hadn't thought about before. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. I'll make sure that all of that information gets into the show notes. Thank you. So once again, oh, sure. Absolutely. And thank you. I appreciate you and listeners. Thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.